from different places We all have different names No matter what life brings us Jesus is the same We're just your Methodist To the madness Methodist To the madness Hi I'm Beth I'm Tim I'm Jessica And we're just your everyday Methodist to the Madness. Madness. All right. We had an awesome week uh, at PUMC. I think everyone uh, who did go to our uh, Bye Bye Birdie presentation. Well, I guess it's not a presentation. It's a musical. Uh, I don't know where presentation came from. It's a musical presentation. A musical presentation. A theater presentation. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Pretty awesome to see Pastor Jim, our senior pastor at Palmdale United Methodist Church, and uh, some talented folks from our church, Margaret Wassner, her husband, Beth, who did the props. Anyone else that I might be missing? No? Nope. I don't know. Just kidding. I think. Yeah, but I could definitely say there there must have been incredible talent. There was, and the people who made the burgers before were also very talented. I wanted to see how you guys were doing, though. That was, I guess, a little highlight from my week. Things that I thought were pretty awesome, and not much more to to really update on my end. But Beth, how are things going in in your space? Um, things have things are okay. Um, my friend Lucy and I have like a shorthand that when we're not doing well mentally, we'll say that we're in the pit. Do you have you do you know of Parks and yes. Recreation? Yes. That show. <laughs> um you know oh. that song that Chris Pratt sings with Mouse Rat I fell in the yes. pit. You fell in the pit. <laughs> We fell in the pit. <laughs> anyway, that's where that comes from. But that means we're, you know, a little down. And so I texted her last week was kind of a rough week for me. And I texted her on Tuesday or Wednesday. And and he said she wasn't doing very well. And I was like, same and then she she stopped by to pick up her dog because we have uh shared custody of her dog ricky that's not how it started but that is how it's going (laughs) and and i love that dog so much he's a little senior jack russell terrier anyway she stopped by to come pick up her dog and then she noticed i wasn't doing okay and then the the next day she texted me if I was home and I said, yes, I asked no follow-up questions because that's just how I am. I figured she'll let me know eventually why she's asking me this. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, like an hour later, she texted me, you should open your door. And so I did. And she and her boyfriend, who is also my friend, Jeremy, um, were standing out there and they had a piece of a single serve piece of cake for me and a little card and a little uh, it's like a sticker of a gerbil or a hamster that's in like workout attire because she thought that would amuse me. 
(laughs) And, but that also made me cry because even though it was a very nice thing to do, I'm like, why are these people fussing over me? It's a whole thing. And I'm like, and it makes me feel bad when people are nice to me, which is also a dumb way to be. But anyway, I'm much better now. And I feel really thankful for friends who will still check in on that's me awesome. when I'm. That, that's so nice. And I'm also really glad that Bye Bye Birdie is done. <laughs> bye bye. And I hope that wasn't too real for everybody. I apologize. No, I, I think. I think that's what it is. You know, this, this podcast, we're trying to cover our spiritual journey. Um, and that includes like how we're doing emotionally and intellectually. And, and you, you definitely captured the, uh, how life, uh, is doing for your life, Beth. So that's, uh, I think that was really, um, kind of, an uh, something I can admire because it, it kind of, uh, fosters that sense of genuineness that, um, we would be looking to, um, uh, like inspire our audience to like understand about us. And then maybe they'll, they'll feel like um, they can uh, foster that within themselves, reaching out within themselves uh, or their, to their friends. So thank you for sharing that, Beth. I think that yeah. was, that was good. I'm glad. And how are you doing? Um, Any quick yeah. So I, w- I wanted to uh, briefly add that I can relate to uh, what you said, Beth, about how, um, like when people treat you nice, uh, for some reason you can feel bad. I think that happens to me too. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, uh, I do have an interesting update. So, uh, I actually went out of town this weekend. I went to, uh, Mammoth Lakes and I, uh, went to places like Rainbow Falls and went to a couple of restaurants out there and just, uh, saw the trees and, um, I didn't get to see all the, oh, uh, I almost got to see Devil's Post file, but, um, my mom and I ended up driving too far away, uh, from the, the trailhead for that. And then, um, we didn't actually know, uh, that we were so far away from it. And then it was already getting late. So we didn't have a chance to do that. But, um, anyhow, an interesting, uh, thing that happened to me that's never happened to me before. And I don't think it's going to happen to me again is I, uh, I went to this um, Mexican restaurant. I think it was called like the Gomez restaurant or something. Um, and I got a chicken salad because I didn't want like a traditional Mexican uh, uh, entree this time because I usually try to opt for a, a keto diet. Um, well, anyhow, uh, it was like a really beautiful salad. I wish I just like took a picture of it. And like my mom's food was really beautiful too. Um, but I didn't want to like get my phone out and all that stuff. So. Fast forward to like a minute later and all of a sudden this bee comes over and, and goes on like towards my chicken on my chicken salad. Cause it was kind of like uh, distinctly separated out from, from the other part of the salad. And, and the bee just lands on my, my chicken. I'm like, what's going on here? I tried to like uh, move my hands around a little bit to get the bee away. But then like suddenly the bee just stayed there. And then like, uh, the bee's brother or companion or friend came over and there were two bees flying around near my salad. Um, and uh, yeah, so then there were so many bees. There there was, a, I think, a total of three bees. So uh, my mom and I had to go inside to escape the bees. 
I, I just never would have expected bees to fly towards me and um, like basically disturb my di- my uh, my basically my my late lunch. Um, so so yeah, it was uh, so that was like one of the most um, memorable things that could have happened to me on a on a, a short getaway. But uh, anyhow, the uh, getting to like how it affected my life, like I haven't gone on a, 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 a like a getaway like that to where I felt really connected with nature. And it, it kind of helped me um, think about my um, like connection with technology because I basically didn't really use my tablet or my phone like almost the entire trip. And um, I, I didn't mention this in, in our podcast yet, but uh, for the audience, I'm a systems administrator. So I do IT work, uh, installation config of systems. And I'm always on the computer as a result. Uh, and I basically just like, there's nothing else that I do just go on the computer. So like going on this little, um, getaway helped me to, um, like just feel more at peace with not constantly being tuned in to like electronics and just kind of be in my own mental space and just feel like comfortable. And, and it reminds me of how, like, one of the things I want to try to do is, uh, something Beth had mentioned about, uh, scripture journaling. Um, and, uh, so yeah, so that, that's how I'm doing that. That was kind of like a long thing too. <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> well, that's great to hear that you got outside though. That's, you know, I think that's necessary. Yeah. Can you hear my whole takeaway from this whole story. What? what? I, I was just wondering, was your chicken coated in sugar? Because that's not keto. Oh, I, I don't know if it... <laughs> I don't, I don't think it is coated in sugar. Okay. It's <laughs> like sugar. I was just no, there, there might have been. also on a keto diet. <laughs> That's very possible. Well, I want to transition and in, in, uh, kind of share some updates that are going on in addition to Bye Bye Birdie concluding. Um, just want to highlight and remind people of all of the events that are coming up this week. Um, a lot of awesome opportunities to get connected with the church. Uh, one thing in particular is, uh, you know, Wednesdays are kind of like our packed Wednesday at 530. Uh, we have Kids Club with Beth, and that leads us into six o'clock with our Food for Thought. And at seven is the bell choir. So a lot happening on Wednesdays. I know that we have a lot of small groups that are coming up, and I'm I'm going to wait to have someone special share a little bit about uh, at least one one uh, small group in particular. Uh, but also just keep in mind things that are coming up in October. There's our trunk or treat boutique. If you have any questions or if you want to be a vendor or if you have homemade items, food, etc., please be sure to contact Beth about that because um, we would love to taste your amazing food that you create or wrap a cozy hand crocheted sweater around our necks. Yes. If you are going to sell your food, maybe mention uh, if it contains peanuts or uh, any specific items that people may be allergic to. Or if you're trying to murder Pastor John, don't mention that there's peanuts in it. Because right, he's deathly allergic to peanuts. We're going to find out later if he listens to this. <laughs> yes. He'll, he'll be very happy that we said something. 
You know, um, grab, I'm, <laughs> I'm low key always plotting his murder. <laughs> and then another thing for for the church for those that attend coffee hour, this is after uh, our first service at nine and before the eleven o'clock service. They do need coffee hour hosts. So if you uh, have never hosted before, but you would like to, there's a location that you can sign up um, at the church, or you can contact the church directly. So feel free to, it's pumchurch.com uh, is where you can go to the website. And I believe it's pumchurch at gmail. Otherwise, just uh, go to the church. You'll find more information. <laughs> You could also call the church office. You could yep. also call. Yes, you totally could. And if that you number, it, that number is Beth, take it away. <laughs> that number is 661-947-3103. And ask for Beth. Another option is, is Jeannie. And Jeannie is an awesome new addition helping to take over basically anything and everything at the church. But before we head on in to the next segment of our amazing Methodist to the Madness podcast, which is uh, internationally known and sought after, um, we have Indeed. incredibly amazing special guest with us today. And, and we want to hear how she's doing. So we would love to have everybody give a warm welcome to Kathy Ankeny. How are you? Please let me know if I if I didn't say your last name correct, because there's actually a town next to where I'm from in Iowa that's Ankeny. And so I think of the town every time because my dad used to live there. In Iowa? Yeah. And he worked in Ames. I just saw on your profile that you're from Ames, Iowa, and my dad worked at the college there. That's amazing. Well, welcome, wow. Kathy. Well, thank you very much. And yes, I have been asked about that if any of my husband's family was from <laughs> Ankeny, Iowa. But I think, is that spelled A N K E N Y or O N Y? It is. It is. Yeah, we would always play them during basketball season. Uh, and yeah. uh, they were really good. Well, you did pronounce it absolutely perfectly. And no, I don't think there's anybody that I know of that's from there uh, that I was related to when, when uh, or am still, now yeah. that I'm in Ankeny. But yeah. uh, I'm doing fine. Thank you very much. I appreciate the invitation. And I've enjoyed uh, catching up with you guys. Did you have a busy week? No, things are going fine. Just a little bit of a busy life with uh, some of my own personal activities. And yeah. of course, seeing several uh, of the episodes with uh, Pastor Jim and Bye Bye Birdie and Beth's amazing props and all the church folks that are involved there. The, the, our church presence was so big there. It was so nice to see so many people supporting uh, that theater. It's, it's a great theater group. So I yeah. enjoyed that. It was amazing. I felt like yeah. the entire audience, We I saw Kathy there last Saturday. Uh, Beth was also there with her family. And I, I felt like I kept looking around and all I saw were people from the church. <laughs> I'm thinking, <laughs> we have church here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's so cool. <laughs> so, well, awesome. Let's go ahead and move into Beth's ministry moment. And we don't have 
a rap created yet for bat for beth's ministry moment yet so wait yeah. what, was, what was the thing i texted you oh yeah this isn't seth's sinistry moment this is beth's ministry moment i am pleased to introduce my friend my bible bud my cove cohort the sharer of my mom's birthday which is september 30th coincidentally the same day her small group class starts but we'll get more into that later um she kathy ankeny is currently um on the care notes ministry and she might talk a little bit about that and she's really excited and so am i to be starting her first to be leading her first small group where we will be watching the show the chosen and talking about it and the third thing she would like to talk about is a nonprofit organization what was it called again it's, it's called you are enough you, you are, are enough foundation awesome. okay Yay! Welcome, Kathy. Thank you very much, everyone. I appreciate it. Giving you the reins to talk about all of these things in whichever order you would like. Well, thank you very much, Beth. I appreciate it. And you might want to add for your mom's benefit that I am a decade older than her mom. So we were born on the same day, but a few years apart. (laughs) I can't think of anybody I'd like to share a birthday with more than your mom. That's great. Uh, Pastor Jim contacted me a while ago because he knows I'm a little bit passionate about a show that I came across in 2022, uh, and it's called The Chosen. It's the first crowdfunded, multi-season story of the life of Jesus Christ. And it's told from the perspective, I think, a very truthful perspective as far as uh, trying to maintain the integrity of scripture and and following the path of scripture but it's such an engaging show i fell in love with it past i've kind of bugged pastor jim constantly about it and i everyone that i know i talk to about the show it has impressed me so much so he contacted me and said would i enjoy doing a, a small group i love small groups uh, I was a camp counselor up at Camp Wrightwood, and that's my my favorite time is small groups, especially with senior highs, uh, senior high kids, junior high kids. It was great. So I'm excited about the opportunity to share the show and then uh, have discussion afterwards. Um, I found a couple programs uh, sponsored by different churches in in the United States uh, that had some pretty good questions to um, help us along uh, after we watch the episode. Uh, it's uh, it's an amazing show. It's right now, the third season has concluded and I can give you information. I can do that at class or tell you here a little bit about it. It's available free. Uh, you can just, if you have a television that you can cast to or a smart TV that allows you to download the Angel app, uh, you can watch the show for free all seasons. Uh, first season is also on Netflix. And it's also all three seasons are on Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime TV. Awesome. That's awesome. Wow. If you, if you send me that information, I can um, get it posted on 
Facebook or even pass it along to the pastors and they can put it on the um, Facebook, the PUMC Facebook page. That's a good idea. Thank you, Beth. That starts this Saturday. This Saturday. And I wanted it to run for eight weeks. Uh, I think the other small groups, they're trying to wrap them up before Thanksgiving. Uh, So I'm hoping to get all eight episodes of the first season uh, in this uh, small group and see how it goes from there. If anyone's interested in watching season two together as well. Yeah, I've already signed up for your small group and I'm very excited. I saw you on the list. I'm excited too. I, I, I've talked about this show to so many people and I like hearing feedback, uh, how it, how the format of the show, uh, how people react to it because it's a little different than a lot of Christian, um, media stuff, uh, shows, mm-hmm. things like that. It's, I think it's, it's true. To scripture, the characters are so relatable, and that's the thing that drew me to it. Uh, Jonathan Rumi plays Jesus, and several uh, other actors. I'm not familiar with most of them, but they're uh, the story. The premise of the Chosen is that it's told from the story of the people that Jesus encountered, uh, who some became his apostles but also their families and other people in the community. So that's what I like about it because it makes it so real so that then when I go back to scripture journaling, Tim, which is a wonderful thing if you decide to do it. I I love Pastor Jim's scripture journaling. Uh, That's one of the things that I was very fond of when I started at the church uh, was being introduced to that. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but that it it brings the words to life. I can see the characteristics of some of the actors that are portraying the apostles or people that Jesus encountered. Different miracles, they've been able to kind of portray them in a very realistic, but non-Hollywood way. And I don't mean that negatively, but I mean, it's not um, unbelievable. It, yeah. it makes scripture... Right. To me, very believable. That's wonderful. Well, I'm excited. So if anybody's interested in joining uh, that small group that starts this Saturday, it's at 10 o'clock in the morning, correct? I, I read that correctly. So um, you can head to the uh, the church uh, website or you can download the church app and you're welcome to sign up through the church app. It's very simple. Yeah. Uh, one thing I'd like to add is um, Kathy... Uh, it sounds like that show is very similar to some of the pieces that we had in uh, PUMC where um, I think it was, uh, it might've been Good Friday or one of our services, we, we had um, depictions of actors that uh, would portray themselves as one of the apostles uh, speaking to Jesus before um, he was crucified. Um, and then uh, Pastor Jim also did a sermon series where he was um, portraying uh, characters from some of the scenes in uh, in the Bible uh, in the uh, probably during uh, when Jesus was alive. Uh, and the one that that speaks mostly to me is the the one on the uh, the paralytic and uh, his uh, coming down. Um, I, I think it was he he was 
I'll, I'll have to refresh my uh, where he was my lowered on through that the story. roof. Yeah, that's what it was. L- lowered he was lowered to the roof. Yeah, 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 that's right. That's right. Yeah, big, yeah. James and John's father's house. James and John Castles. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's beautifully I, portrayed <laughs> in the movie in the series. Oh, that's wonderful. That that's so nice to know. Well, Kathy, you've also got. Was it a couple more things you wanted to? I. I I did. Yes. Thank you very much uh, for reminding me. I did want to mention that I coincidentally ran into a lady at the, it's the Vets for Vet uh, car show fundraiser for veteran causes here in, in Antelope Valley and, and, and surrounding areas. Uh, they had a car rally and I went there to see our friend from church, Billy Cruz, who has a beautiful 1941 Ford uh, truck and I came across a lady, and her name is Jacqueline Fontana, and she, after the suicide of her young son, started a, a nonprofit called YouAreEnoughFoundation.org, and she is having, or hosting, I should say, the second annual AV Mental Health Awareness Day Walk, and that's October 14th from 8 to noon. And it starts out, um, oh, and I'm, I'm terrible at this name. It's the Ponce Cleon Square. Is that the one right next to the library and uh, the city hall? It starts there, just walks out a little bit, and then and comes back. And it's basically to, to raise awareness for mental health and also a cause that's very dear to my heart, which is to remove the stigma of suicide for survivors and also for, especially like we were talking about Jessica, uh, the stigma that veterans, veterans, first responders, it's kind of hard for that group to reach out um, for, for help when it comes to dealing with mental health issues, PTS, post-traumatic stress. Um, and it sounds like the, uh, Jacqueline does some absolutely beautiful work uh, with awareness on mental health. So uh, we'll have some posters up at church and maybe, and uh, put it in the bulletin, perhaps yeah. something that, that might uh, encourage people to, if not out, nothing else, but just be aware. Uh, September is uh, mental health awareness, suicide awareness and prevention month um, and into October. So I think it will be a great cause for people to look into. Yeah, I'm definitely, I just added that to my calendar and um, awesome. And before we, before we started the podcast, Kathy and I were kind of chatting and what she was referencing was, um, you know, I, I'm prior military, I'm a veteran and, and unfortunately I have, I have lost some friends to, uh, to suicide that I had served with. And so that's definitely um, mental health within the veteran community specifically is very near and dear to my heart. And I started a couple mental health initiatives and programs on my college campus because of that, because I didn't feel like there was enough. And I, I, I think I we agree with you. there's never enough, you know. Right. Yeah. I've been very fortunate. Pastor Jim has been uh, very supportive and allowed me to do like a ministry moment for the last few years that I've been able to talk about it. Um, uh, is understanding that a phone call and, and reaching out to loved ones can be so impactful. Um, 
Yes. Some people know my husband died by suicide seven years ago. And it it's something that I hope people become aware more of how much you can do to help by just listening. Yeah. Talk to people. If you see or feel something that's uncomfortable or different about someone's behavior, reach out, talk. Don't be afraid to ask. Yeah. And yeah. good for you for doing work, uh, Jessica, on with the veterans groups in support of, of those group, those people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I, w- I wanted to say that um, I, uh, I can completely relate to like this subject matter in general. I, I had a friend who uh, committed suicide um, and I've had um, friends that, and, and probably to this day, I, I still talk to friends that um, have depression problems and things like that. And uh, I just, I, I like to be there um, as a, a listening friend. And um, I'm really glad that uh, we're talking about listening because um, I wanted to mention earlier that uh, something I learned after uh the last episode of our podcast is I was, uh, I felt like I wanted to continue to speak about things uh, in our podcast, but uh, I learned that I don't always have to say, um, give my opinion about something. I can, I can um, provide a listening ear or or be, or, or uh, provide active listening. Um, And so, yeah, I'm just, I think listening is such an important subject. And I think if we um, try to, like listen to each other and, and um, be there for each other and understand each other, then um, people will be uh, more available to talk openly um, with us and, and trust us with their their feelings and um, what they're going through. I wasn't aware of that um, regarding your husband, Kathy. So I'm I'm sorry to hear that, but I'm I'm really glad that now you are you know that's kind of one of your driving forces and focuses. Absolutely. 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 Thank, yeah. thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry to hear that too, Kathy. I, I I know that must have been devastating for you. It was. It was. And um, but I'm here in Palmdale, <laughs> and <laughs> I love the opportunity that that Pastor Jim and PUMC has allowed me to um, to kind of grow from that. If that doesn't sound too funny. Uh, grow through it, uh, grow around it (laughs) and, and have, and have a voice because I think it's so important. And that's the other uh, ministry was the uh, care notes that our organist, uh, Neil Jean-Pierre started Uh, care notes. They're just, uh, there've been so many things in my life where just a little note card or someone sends a card or some little piece of article that I, I read can be so uplifting or supportive or help you understand. And that's what the care notes do. They're, they're on display in the lobby. Uh, I don't know if you call that the lobby or the hallway on the way to the um, social hall. <laughs> and it's great. It's a great um, way to just pull up some ideas on things that are, you know, child internet uh, do's and don'ts and, holiday blues there's so so many topics that uh, are covered with those little cards yeah and wow. that means a lot so that's that's important to me yeah good i love all three of those things that you just shared with us and so um i would love if you could continue to join us as we dive into our sermon feedback section absolutely i'd love to that was a 
beautiful uh, service Sunday. I enjoyed it so much. Yeah. It was. I think this this past Sunday, um, well, I guess a couple Sundays ago, uh, Pastor Jim wrapped up his series of the Wait What series. And so um, this past Sunday, we were fortunate enough to hear um, testimony. Um, and it came from Tracy Mogg. And Tracy opened up about her life and um you know just giving birth to her beautiful daughter emily and um just the journey that took place for the next nine years and um i would love to hear you know beth i know i think you were here were you here uh when emily when you were you ever around emily okay i would love to get um kathy and beth and, and tim if you had interactions with with Emily um, at all. I would love to hear what your takeaways were from this past Sunday. I think Tim is as new as you are, aren't you, Tim? About mm-hmm. yeah. 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 I think I started coming to Palmdale United Methodist Church. Uh I think it was November um twenty twenty one. So okay. I don't think I don't think I had that chance or that that uh that nice opportunity to um uh, see Emily at that time. Okay. Uh, I actually, uh, the first time I saw Emily, uh, she stood out to me because of her absolutely beautiful, bubbly personality. She was the star of the show. If the kids were up singing, Emily was the most enthusiastic. Wow. And I, um, my older sister, her first child uh, was born with Down syndrome. Um, she did live longer than Emily, but she was not as uh, mentally able to uh, live her life as, mm-hmm. as Emily was. But, oh, she was such a, a sweetheart to uh, just a joy to watch. When she would sing, she sang with gusto. and Oh, yeah. and, oh wonderful. Yes. Um. I didn't know Emily or Tracy very well. I got to know Tracy a little bit after Emily had passed because she's been in a couple Bible studies that I've also been in. But I'm going to echo exactly what Kathy said because even though I didn't know her very well, she was, she definitely did not go unnoticed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's wonderful. She really did just have this, this zest for life mm-hmm. and um, just a really spunky spirit. And um, I became Facebook friends with Tracy. Um, it was after Emily had passed, but Oh my goodness, was Emily so lucky to have Tracy as a mother because they did so many fun things. And one of my favorite things about being friends with Tracy on Facebook is that she shares so many pictures of of all, you know, little spunky Emily and how she just, she she really was, it feels like I'm getting to know her now. Um, yeah. And, you know, and 
and you know there's pictures of Emily going to Disneyland and Emily riding the horses and and just you know the really cute videos you take of your kids when they're when they're little and playing and there's it's Emily was amazing because Tracy is amazing and I have no doubt that um I know that I know that God gives us each our own personalities and all of that but um I really do feel like Emily was the most loved little girl um because of Tracy and her family so yeah wow yeah hey. that that's really hey. nice Beth what were you going to say Beth and so I I was going to I'm I just want to say this before I forget because I will forget um there there's a garden that is actually right next door to my office, which is the church garage, which is also where Kathy's class is going to be held. Mm -hmm. um, there's a garden right next door to the garage that is a garden that's been dedicated to Emily. Oh, and wow. There's flowers and, and there's a little bench and there's I think there's a sign that says, be still and know that I am God. There's a little bird bath. And um, I feel like I really, I really love it there because I feel like it really is like a secret garden and I can just go there and, and admire the flowers when I'm on my breaks or whatever. But also I feel like people need to know about it and go check it out because it really is just a really beautiful spot. Yeah. yeah. Beth, can you that. correct me if I'm wrong? Um, is the lending library was that also a, a a part of what was done to to remember Emily? Yes, the lending library. The lending library that's in the front of the church. Yeah, and and I might be making this up, but one or both of those might have been eagle projects for eagle the scout. scout. Projects. I know the library was. I think you're right about the bench and the. But I also know that because I think it's because Dita Pulliam and Jacob are involved in the scouts. I know that she had a huge part in both of those. Gotcha. That, that hey, thank you for mentioning that, Beth. I I remember that um, PUMC did make an announcement about um, the garden and the lending library before. Uh, being dedicated to Emily and and so forth. So thank thanks for reminding us and the audience about that. And uh, what 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 you said is uh, like just basically that 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 garden going there and like just that remembering like who Emily was and everything that it's just really touching. Um, and uh, I the the takeaway for me um, regarding um, Tracy's testimony was the fact that Emily um was basically there with Tracy um after um Emily was no longer physically with her so like we when we experience um someone uh passing away whether it's um like a person or um like an animal like basically there are family members our our loved ones and so they they continue with us and so like uh, I was thinking like going to that garden, it's like an opportunity for like just connecting with that 
that person or that that part of ourselves. Um, and yeah, just basically, I, I feel really touched by the fact that um, Emily provided that, like that happiness to the church and that happiness to Tra Tracy's life. And um, so, yeah, it's it's really really challenging though. It's when you when you have something like that happening. And um, I think Pastor Jim um, really speaks volumes to all of us about how um, God doesn't choose these circumstances for us necessarily, but they um, they help us grow and, and they help us become stronger. And um, we feel more connected with God if we can um, reach out uh, and feel that Holy Spirit. So um, that, that, that was kind of kind of my takeaway. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, I like that. I, I think, um, one area that, that stood out for me was, and, and Beth and Kathy, you both mentioned, mentioned this, just how, you know, I guess her joy for life, like Emily's joy for life was something that even Don, uh, you know, mentioned that, um, in the service, um, just, he could remember seeing her dancing, uh, you know, in between wow. the pews and stuff. And, and oh, yeah. it's such, you, you can't, you know, like hear about this story and, and reflect on your own life and think about, you know, not necessarily compare, but just in terms right. of what are people going to say when, when I pass, are they going to say that I had, you know, a life filled with, this Proverbs 31 life, you know, or did I, did I live a life that people will know that I lived for Jesus and that he wow. was the focal point of my life, you know, yeah. and, um, because that's, that's what everybody is, is mentioning about Emily. And I think that is the most beautiful thing, you know, right. and, and I mean, I, I think of, my mom and how she's just this amazing christian woman and i you know it's like if i can one day be such a small amount like her in some capacity right. and just her patience and her love for people but you know just all these things that reflect how jesus would live it would be yes. amazing you know and mm -hmm. and so that's kind of the takeaway that I got, you know, was just, how am I, am I living a life that people are going to look back and say, she loved Jesus and her life reflected that. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I think that's a really like, that, that's a really compelling or just overall like special way to look at, um, that like this testimony from Tracy, um, like, yeah, what, what is our legacy? Like what, what our people are going to remember us for like how how many people's lives have we touched how many people have we helped how how much love have we we provided to everyone and that that reminds me of the uh, palmdale umc that the mission state statement um inspired by jesus to love like yes. so then we we just provide that like um that sense of peace and, and love to everyone. And I think Emily provided that um, yes. based on everything oh. that we, we just talked about. And, and, 
Can I just add to circling back to what we were talking about, Tim, earlier about listening to people? I think that's one of the most important things we can do if we yeah. want to continue the legacy of, of Christ. And that's what uh, Tracy brought up in at toward the end of her testimony was the idea that people did surround her. Some people did were there to listen to her, just listen to her grief or listen to her, not make judgments, not say one thing or another. But I think that that's a message for those of us that are all still around here and what we can do in our life, how we can conduct our life and make lives better. Have Emily smile and listen to people. Wow. Yeah. Um, I'm going to reference a Hamilton quote. Of course, all of you Hamilton fans out there. But one of my very favorite lines of Hamilton, he says at the, the towards the very end of the show, he says, what is a legacy? It's planting seeds in a garden that you never get to see. And and I was wow. just thinking about that now. And the fact that we have planted a little a literal garden for Emily gave me goosebumps a little bit but yeah um wow yeah that, yeah that is beautiful it's interesting that flowers kind of come into play for like my grandma was a huge person in my life and she passed away um it's been a it's been a while i can't believe it's been a while but i think it's been over 10 years now but she loved flowers so i love planting flowers or just when i get flowers i'll think of her and um and so anyway i think that's, yeah i like that quote yeah. though beth that's pretty pretty awesome yeah. yeah that's really that's really nice i and that that reminds me of uh one of the um the major artists i i wouldn't say that he necessarily influences art today but maybe he does uh i think it was um vincent van gogh or something like that i, I think, think he was like thing art today yeah oh he is okay yeah. So basically, I guess he he lived a poor life uh, mm -hmm. and it was only after um, he, he passed away that um, right. his art just became like incredibly recognized. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. And I, I wanted to bring up something else. And that's um, so recently, I would say uh, within the last two years, um, one of my dogs passed away. And um, he just had the most like memorable personality, like just what one of the most likable, like patient personalities for like a dog. Uh, and he he just like put up with so much from like from the uh, the other dog dogs that I have, like their energy. He he <laughs> didn't he didn't really match their energy, and so oh, he yeah. just like exhibited so much patience and uh, like he. But and he was always so excited to go on walks and things like yeah. that. Whereas my other my other dogs um, that I have now, they they actually get like afraid uh, to, to go like the initial part of going for the walk. Like you put the harness on them or whatever, and they're they're just kind of like freaked out. But um, my, my dog that passed away now, I, I could probably mention his name. His, na his name is Curly. Yeah. <laughs> You're not trying to protect his identity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, he just he just got so excited to walk. It was complete contrast to uh to my other dogs. And so 
anyhow, uh, now that he's passed away, I feel like there's something about Curly that when I think back to his memory, it's like, it's like that, that all of him is part of me now. Like yeah. it's kind of hard to describe, but it's like, it's just such a salient memory that it's like that, that person or, or a pet or family member or whoever just that they're, they're a part of you forever in your yeah. memories and, 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 and really influencing who you are today. So, so yeah, it's just, uh, Tim, I probably haven't told you this, <laughs> but I've told other people, um, that you like speaking of you, um, your dog becoming a part of you. I have often referred to you as having golden retriever energy. And that's, that's a thousand percent a compliment. Um, and it's just, you, you just always have like this, this happy energy, like a, like a golden retriever would. Are we assigning each other our own dog breeds? Let's do it. Let's do it right now. Because another fun fact that not a lot of well people who have been a part of the church pre-pandemic know this about me, but in my contacts on my phone, um for a lot of my close friends, Tim, I haven't found a picture for you yet, or you either, Jessica. I assigned <laughs> each person what they would look like if they were a dog oh my gosh <laughs> and i have some pretty good ones um kathy do you want to see yours it's probably been a while it's been a while but i think i remember it yeah. <laughs> well, uh, i haven't been gonna... able to forget it <laughs> yeah yeah sorry people at home you're not going to be able to see this but you might have to describe um, each dog uh, for um, each person oh here gosh. in this podcast. It's adorable. Oh. It looks like a like a like a Pomeranian or something. It's or no. like a Pomeranian poodle? slash Maltese slash yes poodle I dog. It's and it has a very pretty necklace on. It's like and a bow. Girls. Yes, and I show this to Kathy. Um, and she said, you said something like, I thought I would be a bigger dog. And I was like, yeah, this dog fits that too. And <laughs> you know, if you've ever met a little dog, a lot of them have that big dog energy. Yes. Very, they think they're very sassy. I'm not saying that this is you as a personality, but at least my little dogs think they're so big and tough and sassy, but yeah. when it comes down to like the moment where they need to attack, they're hiding behind a couch or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, another I one I'm going to show you pastor Jim's. I haven't found one for pastor John yet. I should probably get on that, but <laughs> is also one of my favorites. <laughs> my <laughs> So good. You guys are going to love this one. Okay. Oh my gosh! This, this is a Yorkie. It's a Yorkie, uh, Yorkie? Hawaiian shirt. 
<laughs> or an Aloha shirt. I think we'll say proper term. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, come yeah. up with others. You know what? We should do a thing where the stuff we talk about, I post on Facebook somewhere. I'm going to do that. I'll post yeah. both of these pictures. Um, Sounds good. Maybe not yeah. a recording of us uh, with the video. Maybe. No. <laughs> we don't have to go into that because I don't think I'm ready for that. I, I can yeah. hardly listen to myself. Um, Maybe once we get to like crazy. 10 million subscribers. Yes. Right now. Six million right now. So yeah, we'll, so, wait. we'll wait till we hit a solid 10. So we need three to four million more people. correct yes yes correct. exactly well i love you know that we all had a little bit of different feedback from from the testimony uh this past sunday any any last kathy did you have any uh additional feedback or takeaways from from this past sunday that you wanted to share oh, i i loved the testimony i think we i've talked pretty much about that. But I loved Pastor John's moment for children, time with children. Yeah. The, the rockets, that was just terrific. I had heard about it. I think he had it on Facebook, maybe. But it was so good to see it up there and to see Julian's face and just to see that. Because I know some of my family uh, that work at Edwards Air Force Base, uh, they saw it, saw it too. I didn't see it. I thought that was wonderful that he did that. I loved yeah, that. I um, love that too. And to too. always, you know, chase your dreams and shoot for the stars. And yeah, I loved that. And, and Don's music. I that's just one of the few times that I go up to Don and say, boy, good choice on the music. I, I need to tell him that more. Oh, because yeah. they, they tie everything together yeah. and it's very impactful for me. I love yeah. that, he does that. I love that so much. Yeah. I think one yeah. thing that he mentioned was he had Tracy, I think, pick out some like most of the music because a lot of it was a lot of Emily's favorite songs. Oh, Wow. And so um, I only knew that because I um, assisted Don this past Sunday for the 11 o'clock and, you know, good music. And he's like, just so you know, I might get emotional because a lot of these songs were Emily's and I used to see her dancing out there. And so um, I think it was pretty impactful for, for Don as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and I feel like that's the whole reason we're doing this, not the podcast, but Tracy sharing her story because um even though she's gone from this world, she's not forgotten and I think yeah. Um we just people who have lost a loved one or a pet or a, you know, anything like that. I think we just want people to know that, you know, they're still making an impact on this world, even if they're not here physically. Precisely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it was like an opportunity for all of us to like 
um, kind of what we were talking about earlier, like re- reaching out to a loved one, reaching out to a friend, reaching out to a coworker or even a stranger and uh, providing a listening ear and, and like uh, peace and comfort and love to um, that person or, or, or that, that, uh, that other family, family member that uh, a, a pet or um, just it's, it's really like a great opportunity for us to like, cultivate a strong relationship with like someone else and, and and basically provide that like understanding that everyone is, uh, that they're not alone. And I, yeah. So, so like everybody can connect with each other. Um, and maybe everybody feels more like touched to connect with one another after, um, Tracy shared that testimony. So, exactly. so that's, that's the other thing that I was thinking about. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's the biggest thing with a lot of people is I think in general, when it comes to people that, you know, pass away due to like a medical circumstance or it be suicide at the end of the day, nobody wants to be alone in their story. And the more people that open up and share their stories, the more that people can relate with one another. And it's so important how, you know, our life is incredibly short. So the best we can do is learn about each other. And there's so much that we can benefit from surrounding ourselves with people that, you know, one are not like us, maybe don't look like us because those are the individuals that can teach us the most. You know, so I think that's important. Also talking about your struggles and your hardships. I mean, this is more than a struggle and more than a hardship. It's I'm I'm not trying to downplay it, but talking about the things that you you have gone through also gives other people the courage to tell their story. So I'm a huge Jason Mraz fan and on his latest album he has a song called the irony of loneliness and um basically the irony of loneliness is we feel it at the same time there's another line that he says later that also gives me good well he sings it but it also gives me goosebumps um the comedy of tragedy is it makes us feel alive Mm, that's interesting yeah yeah Yeah. and um, that, that speaks to me because, uh, sometimes when I watch, watch, uh, sad shows, um, that, that I do feel more alive than if I was to watch a different kind of show. Like if I was to watch an action show or something like that, it's not the mm-hmm. same. So yeah, that that's really fascinating. That's interesting. Well, I would like to go into our prayer request portion and does anybody have any specific prayer requests? Beth, are you still praying for PUMC? I have stopped praying for PUMC. All Just right, kidding. you're done. Everything has come true. Everything <laughs> has been resolved. <laughs> we have met I the am... monthly giving goal. We are done. <laughs> no, I am still praying for PUMC. Um but I would also like to request prayers for myself and for my 16 year old son, Owen. Um, 
It's basically typical 16-year-old, you know, issues, but it's it's we're both having a really hard time finding that common ground where we don't um argue mm-hmm. and yell at each other. Have you tried sock puppets? <laughs> oh. That's so funny be, that you say that because um last week we had a pretty big argument and um it ended with me saying that from now on you're gonna just have to talk to your dad about stuff because it seems like we can't talk to each other and then he said oh dad will be hearing about this <laughs> and anyway, And later I got a text message from him saying, we really need to talk about what happened tomorrow and maybe dad can, you know, mediate a conversation between us. And so I was thinking that the whole night and then the whole next day while he was at school, like, yeah, we need to talk about this, but how are we going to be able to, you know, talk calmly to each other? And I was thinking, we need a talking stick. And then um, we ended up talking um, when Owen came home from school. Craig wasn't home yet and he didn't need to mediate for us. But we did have a really good conversation where I think both of us felt heard and both of us were able to tell our sides of the story without any, you know, friction. But the first thing that Owen said was, I think we might need a talking stick. And I laughed so hard. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing, Owen. So. Well, it seems there is a common thread between you both, and it might be the talking stick. Sometimes I forget who is supposed to be the adult. And I think it's supposed to be me. Um <laughs> But he's but in my defense, he's been 85 years old since the day he was born. And so I forget that he's not actually 85 years old. He is actually a 16 year old boy. And I am the adult. Gotcha. Not 12 years old, like I feel in my brain. Gotcha. Well, we will definitely be praying for you both. Thank you. That. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Sure you'll find a way to better communicate because it seems like you both are wanting that to happen. So that's the first step is that you both want that, which is good. So yes, that's good to hear. Kathy, do you have any prayer requests? Uh, An ongoing prayer request for a niece who is uh, going through some second round of cancer treatment. She's a lovely young lady with uh, four beautiful kids and this cancer is awful. <laughs> so yeah. just prayers, prayers for Renee, my sweet little niece. Renee, okay. We will definitely do so. Yeah, definitely, Kathy. Um, I'm thinking uh, two things. Uh, I A prayer for my brother, um, because my, my brother's name is Matt. Uh, he uh, is currently out of work uh, right now. He I think took two weeks notice and he's got, um, he, he does have some savings, but I guess he just was having some issues with, uh, some coworkers and maybe that just the work atmosphere was not, um, something that he could, um, comfortably, uh, work in and like feel excited about and happy and things like that. So 
um, a prayer for him to um, find some work and just feel like happy in his own life. I, uh, it, it seemed to me that he was feeling kind of sad when I talked to him last time. So I, I hope that he's, he's feeling better, but um, just, um, just, uh, yeah, a, a prayer for him for strength and um, well-being and uh, so that he can find um, work again and in, in, in a happy way, not because he has to, but because he wants to um, and uh, feel like he's getting enjoyment from it. Um, and then the other thing is uh, a prayer for me to uh, actually get some peace and comfort in um taking a break from technology, uh, at least insofar as I take care of myself better, um, and feel like I have a better handle on things. I'm making more deliberate choices instead of just like impulsively like internet surfing or something like that. Um, and so then just being comfortable, um, like feeling, uh, like anxiety or, or just like thinking in general, um, instead of having to distract myself with my phone or my computer or something like that. So uh, a, pr a prayer for, for me to have like the courage to uh, follow through on what I'm trying to do with, with that. That sounds good. Yeah. And if you struggle with it now until the season of Lent, you have something you could give up. During oh, wow. Oh, that's good to know. <laughs> like, does that apply to all of us or just him? Because I am not ready. <laughs> you, have, you have time to prepare, Beth, but hey. I definitely, I've done that. Amber and I have, have given up like social media and stuff for a while and it was super refreshing. And I, I found myself even now, if I don't have to get on social media, I don't, but it sure is nice to watch those funny videos with cats and <laughs> random animals. That's the only problem is those. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'll send you videos of my own. Well, you can take your own videos at your house. You know, yeah, I've got I've got quite a few uh, options here. <laughs> Live performance, exactly. <laughs> uh, I guess on on my end for prayer requests, uh, the main one I'm, you know, initially thinking of is, you know, the common thing for me the past couple of weeks has been my professional life, and I've been in the spirit of transition of wanting to find a a new place to, to dive into within higher education. And I now have uh, been, so I had interviews at two different institutions and I was then reached out to from both institutions for a second round. <laughs> so, <laughs> Wonderful. Now makes things kind of like, well, there's like this pro con thing where they're both great opportunities. They're both incredible schools. And, but it's really what kind of job do I want? You know, like, what do I want my main focus to be? So, um, I say you just take both jobs. Yeah. Why not? Right. <laughs> you know? Fit that in your schedule. Can you? Yeah, I think I, you know what? Yeah. And then I'll just keep the one I have now and then I'll just have three. Oh, yeah. perfect. Wow. You know? You know, I could see you doing that, Jessica. You won't have to complain about gas or the price of groceries. Exactly. Right. I mean, are you a shallow person? Yes, but you got that money. 
you'll never see me again but that's you know <laughs> no we'll see that's the thing we'll see you as well that there'll be four places that you'll <laughs> yeah so anyways that's i think the biggest thing is you know, i'm just really following god's lead on this because um yeah. they're one of them in particular would be a little bit more satisfying in terms of what i would be doing because i would be going back and working um with you know veteran initiatives and that's really where my my passion is i get so much joy from that and so um anyways we'll see where where it goes and maybe next monday i'll have more of an update because i have an interview this friday and then i have an interview next monday so oh wow 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 yeah I, I wish you the best on um, all of that, Jessica, the interviews and uh, your your decision process and and everything. That's it. And that's really nice that you're keeping us updated on that. Yeah, for sure. There's not much I can really do. Mm-hmm. Just tell people what I know, what I'm capable right. of, and, <laughs> you know, God opens the door and I just... i was kind of imagining like either a surfboard or a skateboard and you're you're just kind of going through the the doors that uh god is opening for you a bobsled roller a bobsled yeah who knows yeah exactly (laughs) well awesome i you know i thought today we had a pretty awesome conversation in terms of reflecting on um you know tracy's testimony and you know, also reflecting on the life of Emily and Kathy, I really, we can't thank you enough for you know, coming and joining us today to share about things that you're up to and ways that we can uh, be part of the church at Palmdale United Methodist Church. And then also just sharing your thoughts and expertise. So thank you for joining us. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thanks for the invitation. Yeah. Thank, yeah. Thank you so much, Kathy. And thank you so much, everyone, for uh, joining us here in this podcast. Kathy, I'm not sure if you know this, but you are one of my very favorite people. I knew that. Thank. Oh, good. The Bible I'm buds. Glad. That's from. This is from women's retreat. Bible buds, cove cohorts. We were in a cove by ourselves. Which might be coming back. So stay tuned for more information oh, on that. Absolutely excited about that. All right. Until next week. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for hosting. Thank you. We'll talk to you next time. We're all from different places. We all have different names. No matter what life brings us, Jesus is the same. We're just your Methodist to the madness. Methodist to the madness.